Tuesday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what time you are listening to us. And as mentioned, it is a Tuesday, so it means it's time for your favorite podcast, your favorite hockey podcast, your favorite sporting podcast. It is Hockey, the podcast. The name says it all. I'm Derek Alberts, and with me, as always, is my partner in crime, Tyron Jabu Barnard. Ty, it feels like uh, literally yesterday uh, where we recorded the last one, but uh, the week seemed to be flying and uh, the podcast certainly seemed to be flying again. It seems like just yesterday uh, that we recorded episode 50, but uh, we're deep into the 60s now. Yeah, good morning, Derek. It's always a good time to uh, chat hockey episode 66 today. And of course, as you mentioned, a week ago, we chatted to... The interim head coach for the SA Indoor Hockey Men, and what we got was actually quite a few questions from somebody uh, from from fans and players saying, uh, "Okay, but what happened?" And of course, there hasn't been any uh, formal announcements. So we thought, "Well, that's what we're here for. Why don't we get the outgoing coach, David Joshua, all the way from the United Kingdom to join us?" So, so we must apologise. He's joining us from the United Kingdom. We know that in countries like that, the internet speed is terrible, so the quality <laughs> of sound must be might not be as good. But um, we thought we'd give him a chance to to tell us the story and and also just look back at uh, his eighteen months or so in charge and and look at the highs and what's happened in the Sando Hockey Men and and what we can aspire to towards the future. So uh, yeah, I, I think without further ado, uh, Dave, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys, for giving up your time again to share some hockey knowledge. And this time, maybe in a different context, but it, as, as always, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, Dave, obviously, we, we find you right now in uh, the UK. Um, what is the reason that you are now moved to the UK? Because, uh, obviously, you were quite a big part of the uh, South African hockey circle, PSR, provincial, and obviously national. Um, and a lot of people might just wonder why we're not seeing you on the side of the fields right now. Yeah, Derek, it's, it's been an interesting journey. Um, Tyron, it's been an interesting journey. We, my wife and I, took a leap of faith in February last year. And she applied for a job in the UK which, in all honesty, was, was more of a, a feeler than, than an application, as you know, I was in a role and wasn't in a position to move myself. So putting our feelers out there, having received quite a bit of interest after looking at a number of places, and we, we allowed her to, to take up the opportunity, as, as, as you might know, that she's as career-driven as I am. So, yeah, we... We took the leap of faith. Obviously, we then went into lockdown. And yeah, in in my current role, and obviously after PSI um, or IPT, should I say, selections, we we pursued. You know, we I didn't 
put my mind at, at any immigration at that point in time was certainly dedicated to the role and especially to the World Cup 2021. So, yeah, it, as lockdown eased and visa centers opened, it was actually became more of a realization that this was going to happen. Um, so my wife in a, a new role, I think she left in August, August 31st. And yeah, I was only going to ever join at the end, you know, or at the, at the end of World Cup 2021 as per my, as per my appointment. So yeah, that's, that's how I, I came to be um, where I am now. And obviously the birth of my child plays a massive role in, in all of these decisions. So yeah, some exciting times. We've, it's been a bit of a roller coaster in the last year. Um, lockdown, will these didn't open, will it not open, et cetera, et cetera. Full steam ahead for planning for the World Cup. Um, the development of the under-23 um, talent ID group that we put together. All of those things and, and obviously trying to be extremely professional in the midst of, of a personal life at the same time. Well, yeah, let's, I mean, let's, let's look at that point. Uh, obviously, it's exciting times for you from a personal perspective, uh, little David or, or uh, I don't know if it's a boy or girl, but, uh, you know, little, it's a little, it's a okay, so it's not going to be little David, um, but the little Joshua will be joining you guys pretty soon. I mean, that's exciting, but I mean, it's also clear that you are quite disappointed with how things have played out. Yeah, um, I guess we put a lot of time and effort. Um, I think we've all heard one another talk about how much effort the players put in without being paid, et cetera, et cetera. And I think we don't, we don't acknowledge coaches the same. You know, coaches, as we know, put in just as much time in what might be their second or their third job. Um, so from that perspective, uh, I... Uh, I am a little disappointed, um, but be it as it may, you know, the realization is that we work full time as a third position or second position for very little pay or no pay. So when you give everything and it's swooped out from underneath you through no circumstances out of your own or decisions of your own, then yeah, it does become a little bit disappointing, I guess. And uh, Dave, I mean, you, you you say when it gets swept out from underneath you, um, how how did that play out? Um, when I say that, we're talking about the, obviously the the decision for me to stay behind um, was purely for the World Cup. So I left my wife for six months to see through the World Cup um, and my appointment. Obviously, a month later. The COVID restrictions had the World Cup pushed out again by another year. And yeah, it was all pretty much downhill from there. You know, we we worked for six months via, via Zoom platforms, Google Meets platforms to kind of keep the group together. And the one chance we got in the All-Star season, Johannesburg, we took it. And thereafter, it was, it was pretty downhill. You know, um, we quite a few discussions with, with uh, SRK executive. We try to thrash it out, come to a compromise of which 
selection criteria in camps would be the the most um, uh, the, uh, events where attendance would be compulsory, as as you know. Um, but yeah, we I couldn't obviously delay this move any longer. You know, um, it was a one year appointment, and yeah, everything else was planned after that to see out the appointment and take it from there. I mean, David, obviously moving over, uh, I know that you were keen to continue in the role while you're working over there. Uh, it is a voluntary position, so it would have cost a lot. Uh, with what you're allowed to share, how did those conversations play out that said that wasn't an option? Um, yeah, so I put it forward that I would subsidize my own travel. Obviously, having a lot of family and friends in, in South Africa itself. No expenses to to anybody, um, but yeah, it's yeah it didn't play out pretty well. Huh? We can say that it didn't play out well. Um, as you know, South African office says that the incumbent incumbent should be residing in South Africa, um, but yeah, it's pretty unclear that if that is that at at application or is that during and what what is it if circumstances change you know what are the what are the policies when circumstances change such as this you know it's so yeah it's it um it's a great area it's it's forced me to ask a couple of questions of myself and what volunteer really means in the future and how much passion you put into a volunteer position um passion effort, all of those things. Um, you know, it's asked a lot of questions of myself, and uh, I think I have a pretty good understanding of where I am at the moment. And uh, talk us through that understanding. Yeah, where, where I am, um, yeah, I think I am a, a career-driven individual. Terry Gentile, you'd, you'd know this from our previous chats. So, yeah, I'm going to I will continue to pursue a career and give as much passion and also strive to be the best professional I can be. You know, I've started in in the role of, of SA coach. I will now continue to to push on and, and pursue something um, different, but at the same time, grow. Grow as a coach, grow as an individual and, and take the lessons learned from it. Shane, Dave, just uh, playing devil's advocate, I, I can imagine... I mean, when you offered to to subsidise your own travel, etc., um, how how often were you expected to be present in South Africa um, in the role of of, of coach? Uh, did, did did you have an indication? Um, the only indication is IPT. You know, the rest is okay. The rest is up to the coach as to when when camps are when, and obviously world events. So. The next one would be AFCON, um, followed by World Cup or Selection Camp later on in the year. So we, we're not looking at more than three times a year, at maybe 10 days at a time to make it worthwhile. Um, but yeah, it's as, as we know, indoor doesn't necessarily have a season or a dedicated time. We just know it's not in our outdoor season. You know, um, IPT is selection, any selection camp or any event or series 
those are the only guarantees. So two, three, max four times a year. Um, yeah, other than that, Africa Cup and World Cup every three to four years. So that's it's really not a lot to ask, to be, to be honest, of, of myself, to be fair. And uh, Dave, I, I can imagine that uh, you certainly went down fighting um, and the discussions with the powers that be, I mean, I can imagine that they... They probably got a bit bit heated, uh, but were they vociferous in their stance? Was there absolutely no leeway from their side? Um, what I what I can appreciate is that there was a lot of life advice. You know, um, I think everybody in SLC understands that it's a volunteer role, so where you're not earning, almost don't almost don't waste your time. But at the same time, it's I got a lot of advice on look after your family first. You know, um, that that standpoint was was pretty clear. Um, but I, as you say, being career driven is very hard to see through that, having not been there before. You know, so and having built up such a, such a um, let's call it a, a powerful unit by online online platforms to date. So, yeah, it's, it was a very difficult to, to swallow. But it, again, I can say I was offered a lot of advice in, in their decision making. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, David, let's, let's look back at the 18 months that uh, you were head coach. Obviously, the uh, biggest thing that happened was COVID and it completely wrecked things. But there's a, a lot to be positive about, including the Switzerland series. Uh, getting the team together post-COVID and exposing a core of youngsters. I mean, you must be pretty happy with what you achieved over the time you were you were in charge. Yeah, certainly. I, um, we put a lot of time into planning those things. You know, the Swiss series was, was as you know, the, a dream start. Um, the only coach to, to beat the European nation a whitewash 5 um, we, we started a solid process. We made some international connections with our conditioning coach, Andreas. We got the team to really bond together via the, the virtual platform. And, and I think we were really on the rise. You know, I had my, my set targets to, to achieve and goals to accomplish as, as we went along. And yeah, I, I still feel that South Africa is a, is a top six nation given a period of time. You know, maybe in the next, in the, not 2022, but by 2025, we could be playing top six if we stick to a four, five-year plan, you know, and, and allow the players to progress and, instead of chopping and changing cycles. So, yeah, it's, it, it's a really good time for South African hockey. It really is, you know, and, and the talent ID of the under-23 squad is, is really special. To see some of those guys at IPT now is going to be amazing. To the latest news that SA under-21 will not be playing AFCON at the same time allows more youth to, to be playing. I don't know how it will affect um, provincial selection, but it will, it will again bring the tournament to life. Yeah, and, and uh, David, I mean, obviously... There was a lot of youngsters and a lot of people given their first international opportunity with you under the Switzerland series after the long break. I mean, 
who do you back? Who do you uh, back is maybe not the wrong word, but who do you predict from those youngsters is going to have an outstanding indoor hockey international career? Sure. Um, there's a number, you know, there's quite a number. Um, Kevin Paolo, Mustafa Kasim, uh, Marvin Simons. I do think one or two are going to come from, come back into the squad at this next IPT. It'll be interesting to see. Um, sure, there's, there's a number. Um, I'd like to see uh, Luke Langer from Western Province. I see he's just made the Western Province A-side. For this upcoming IPT, some, someone to watch. Um, Travis Crumple, someone to watch. Boaz Carter. These are guys that aren't even in the, in the squad, but all up and coming stars. You know, so as a, again, in the next four or five years, we never know. There's so much talent out there. And how much, how much of that do you think is down to the PSI system? Almost all of it. Almost all of it. Our, our indoor hockey nature has come from, from the PSI grassroots. Um, we've developed an indoor hockey culture. We've developed an interest and enthusiasm in the game. It's probably one of the more marketable products we have, forms of hockey. Um, and again, a sport more explosive, you won't find at this point in time. Okay, so PSI, a massive event down here. Uh, you've obviously been involved for, for many, many years. Uh, you speak about your future over there in the UK. Um, the Intercity, does uh, that interest you? I'm, I'm, I'm sure it must. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, Indoc in the UK has been pretty pretty quiet from what I've, from what I've uh, looked at. There are a couple of, I think there are six PSI franchises here. Um, Intercity last held in 2018, I uh, yeah, you are correct. Yeah. Six, oh, six we... in 2018, 2019. Yeah, so I've done a, a little bit of, of research and we'll, we'll see. I've made one or two connections and we'll see where that goes. You know, but yeah, it's again a, a nation that's, that's looking to get back on the map for indoor hockey. That's for sure. And, I mean, uh, how have you settled in? So, um, your, your, your missus career-wise, uh, she went up, um, you've joined. How have things been? Um, obviously, COVID has played a massive, massive role. We've been hit very, very hard this side. And, I mean, the UK, geez, it's like, oh, hardly a week goes by when we don't hear lockdown coming from those parts. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what lockdown is yet, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing my 10-day quarantine. I'm doing 10-day quarantine here at, at home. I'm still in my first week. Um, my wife's been here for six months already. She is the deputy HOD at a, of English at a school. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, everything is still pretty much open. You know, very little is closed. I think the clothing stores are the only ones that's closed. But nothing stops anybody from shopping online. Yet. You know, um, alcohol accessible, cigarettes accessible. Everything is accessible. Fast, fast food stores are all open. And this is what is supposed to be level five. I'm not too sure how, how serious we are, to be honest. Um, but 
yeah, it's not all doom and gloom, I guess. But outside of adjusting to the cold, we um, yeah, we're doing okay. Thanks, we're not doing too badly. And DJ, obviously, I mean, you talk lockdown. It, it, I mean, more more than most, COVID has really scuppered your plans. You would have already been to the World Cup. The World Cup would have been over. You lost uh, the chance of having the African Cup. You had a Namibian series cancelled. Uh, you know, it, I mean, you must look back at the past 18 months and just be quite frustrated at uh <laughs> it almost felt like it was a little bit targeted because your luck was so bad in timing. <laughs> yeah, look, um, for most of those things, I and I've said it all along, I feel I feel for the players um, because obviously their conditioning and their programming and everything that they do is geared to timelines. So they put a lot of effort in. Um, and for the players, my only wish is that they get continuity, they get consistency. Um, but obviously, you you work for for part of those, you know, because um, that's ultimately what what creates success. Continuity and consistency will will breed success, and the players through their hard work will breed their own success as individuals. So, yeah, we we planned a few things. Obviously, out of our control, we can't do anything about. But the program will go forward. And as far as I understand, AFCON will happen in April. And there's no going back on that as far as I understand. So, yeah, I, I can only wish everybody the best going forward. Um, I will certainly be, be following with an eager, with a eager eye. And, yeah, holding thumbs for, for the squad and for Ryan and, and Justin. I hope they really do well. And, yeah, we, we the three of us chat. Often, not not together, but at the same time we we have a conversation about what, what you know. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and and Dave, I mean, what about the future? Is there dreams or hopes to come back to South Africa and and get to finish writing your story, or is it all all in now to the UK and uh, building a life there? Um, Ty, I must be honest. My first priority is my child. Um, how that goes, I I don't know. Um, I'm not opposed to to coming back, but things have to really not work. They have to be, yeah, you know, we've, we've got to be really unhappy for that. Um, but yeah, as I say, my my first priority is is my child, and so I, I couldn't set it out any longer. Um, my child will probably be born in the next two three weeks, and then yeah, we'll see where it goes. My life. Will more than likely take a, a whole new direction. No, that's certainly. I think will. both Derek and I can <laughs> can vouch for that. Um, sorry, I was busy having a chat with myself there, but I was on mute. Um, yeah, look, I think we can both vouch for that. Uh, Derek will say it. I'll say it. Uh, Derek stopped with one. I've got two, and life is completely different as a father and it's it's probably as good as any accolade that i've received over the years nothing quite will ever measure up to that feeling of being a father sorry dick go for yeah, it no it's it's um no chat Dave. yeah it's it's certainly one of one of life's greatest gifts you know so from that perspective there was there was not going to be another second wasted um 
uh, it was more than important to be here with my wife in this in this last month, and let alone when when my child is when my daughter is born. So those are those are the most important things right now. And who knows? It might just be a year sabbatical for for me. And I mean, geez, that's a uh, sabbatical is as good as a as a holiday. Um, I mean, sometimes it is just needed, no matter the profession. Um, and I mean, what a way to, to, to take that on. I mean, if you do just decide on a sabbatical to be in a, a new place, new area, new family member, I mean, it, you actually couldn't pretty much ask for a better way to uh, begin a sabbatical if that's the way you're going to go. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's, it's certainly exciting. Um, I do have a, a history of, of enjoying little children, little people. So, yeah. Now that it's it's my own, um, yeah, I'll treasure it a little bit more. Oh man, that's absolutely brilliant! And uh, I mean, you have mentioned okay, sabbatical aside, uh, you say connections. I mean, I know it's very very early days because, like you say, you're still under under quarantine and isolation. But um, uh, where where are you based over in the UK? We are in Surrey, in a town just outside Reading. Um, yeah, so. At the doorstep here, we've got Reading University, Reading Hockey Club. Um, I don't know if you know Martin Schutten. Martin Schutten is a former Marty's oh. hockey coach. Um, one of the two. Also came out of the PSRNs. Um, but they at down the road at St. George's, St. George's College, Old Georgians, is Crusaders PSI franchise, Crusaders. And yeah, there's there's many, well, not many talks, but there's been lots of talks for the last six months with with the director of hockey there at Old Georgian. Um, yeah, so I think all good things take time. And we'll see how it goes. We'll yeah, there, there's no question that... Just yet. Yeah, but I, I mean, one, there's, one there's no question time. that with, with your... Uh, level of talent, your, your experience and your expertise, and given South African history of being exceptionally hard workers, I mean, there's no, it's not an accident that uh, you find South Africans throughout the world in very prominent positions. Um, everyone knows that uh, we come from a, a hardy background and we've learned to adapt very, very quickly. Uh, I can imagine you being snapped up uh, very, very quickly, despite any aspirations you may have of uh, having a, a bit of a sabbatical. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you if you followed it long enough, uh, Derek and, and Ty, you not want to sit still very long. Um, when the job's done, it's done, and we must move on. You know, um, but at the same time, we can't still do nothing for too long either. So yeah, something will come up, and we'll and yeah, we'll be back on the map soon. Yeah, I, I can promise you, uh, you won't be doing nothing. You'll be changing nappies. You'll be waking up early in the morning. But uh, it's going to be good fun. And obviously, we're expecting your daughter to have uh, uh, some good indoor hockey skills. Uh, Dave, obviously, there are other sports as well that you're passionate about. Hockey was uh, first and foremost. But uh, are you potentially looking at any avenues to maybe do some more cricket coaching or get involved with football or anything like that while you're over there? Um, cricket certainly. Cricket is definitely something that I will. Jeez, time! I don't even stop playing again. Who knows? Who knows? 
um, I enjoyed some action cricket before I left, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so cricket definitely um, keen to hit a golf course, a golf ball or two in the coming month. And yeah, just to get out and enjoy enjoy life, you know, um, on a different scale, fully probably immerse myself into this culture and see what it has to offer. And yeah, leave no stone unturned. It's the only way we're going to we're going to thrive and, and get through through this adjustment. And and Dave, as a as a keen golfer, uh, obviously all three of us are keen golfers. Uh, you are probably a little bit better than <laughs> me and Derek. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you had to think about uh, your hockey career to date, and you had to pick a a dream four ball to go onto the course and a dream golf course in South Africa. Who would be your four ball and which would be the course? Sure. My dream four ball. Based out of hockey players. Um, I mean, it doesn't have sure. yeah, it doesn't have to be players. It can be admin or coaches as well. Yeah, but in the hockey circle, cool. Um, Keegan Hazlitt certainly is one. Um, from what I know, I think he's like a two. Um, Gareth Ewing and Robin Van Ginkle. Those, those would be my my three. I've never actually thought about this myself before, but because I've thrown uh, down the Cortlands, I think uh, obviously uh, because of when I grew up, I would have loved to play uh, with Greg Clark. Uh, I don't know if he's a golfer at all. Uh, with Justin Reed Ross, just so I could hit one back at him as fast as he drag flicked at me. Um, and probably my fourth would be a, a Shelly Russell, just because I think, or actually Marcel Keat, because I think she wouldn't stop laughing the whole time. She is a, she's a very enjoyable person to spend time with. And that's for sure. I would, I'd love to see Keegan play. From what I've heard, he's an outstanding mm. golfer. Um, Springs, I played around with Springs at a UJ Golf Day many years ago. Probably, probably my one of my first ten golf rounds. And I remember him telling me on a part three, it's just like that when you cut the ball, make sure it at least goes thirty centimeters past the hole. So clearly, I left it short. Um, and Pam. Yeah, I owe him one, to be fair. So, yeah, uh, the golf course of choice? Sure, there's so many. There's so many to choose from. Um, probably Pazula. Probably Pazula, yeah. Oh, great choice, great choice. Yeah, look. Uh, um, uh, Wow, what what would yours be, Derek? I, I was fortunate enough to get to play uh, my bucket list course in Leopard Creek last year. So the next one on the next one on the list, which is going to be very difficult to get to, is the Lynx at Fancourt. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you know, you know what mine is. It's always what mine is, and we're playing there tomorrow. Where's yours? Derek? Uh, no, my, I'm a member there, but they're really, really good to me. Is um, Serengeti. Uh, up in Joburg. Oh, 
Beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, magnificent Beautiful. course. So we we actually myself time with the we've got two four balls playing tomorrow. Um, well, by the time everyone hears this, it'll be last weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, we're playing Serengeti. It's uh, eight of us as part of the Raider Golf Team. And then on Sunday, we are also being very kindly hosted by Royal Joburg um, and Kensington, and we'll be playing the West Course on Sunday. So yeah, big big golfing weekend ahead. We can't wait. Excellent. Excellent. Two of Joburg's best. Yeah, no, certainly so. Um, okay, golf out the way, yeah. hockey out the way, but uh, what isn't out the way is the one-question challenge. Live in the moment till I die. Okay, a nice, easy one for you, David Joshua. Uh, of yeah. course, you are a fae with the show and how the one-question challenge works. The name says it all. Usually has to do with something related to uh, our interviewee's name, um, and that certainly is the case. Anthony Joshua is a world-renowned uh, boxer, heavyweight champion from Britain, uh, which is your new home. And uh, given the fact that uh, you have started to get a fae with... Um, couple of towns and places in England. Uh, well, you've had to, obviously. Uh, I want to know, nice and easy, in what town was uh, Anthony Joshua born? Sure. What town was he born? Yeah. It is the town in England. Um, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd start there. Uh. <laughs> it's a town in England, and uh, they have they been, I mean, they, they were in the Premier League. I don't think they're there any, anymore. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, no, after no, they were relegated two seasons ago. Sure. Mm. The team is obviously named after the town. Yeah. And it's two syllables, uh, and the first syllable is usually what you say when you don't know something. <laughs> Jeez, I'm just handing it over to you. Is it Burnley? No. <laughs> I don't know what you say when you don't know, know something. Mm. Uh, I'll give you one more shot. Uh, do you know this, Ty? Have you worked it out from the clues? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so two syllables, a town in England. Whoa. First syllable is something that you kind of respond when you don't really know or you're asking something or you're asking a question. Yeah, I wish I wish I looked at the map of England just to get more names in my head. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know that? what you're talking. Are you, are you gone? Are you what? Go. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> He's practically giving it to you. No, look, I need to, if I look at the map, maybe I would have an idea. But Woking, Burnley, Yorkshire, Nottingham, so, Birmingham. So Ty was giving a couple of clues there. The answer is Watford. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, yes. No, as, as, a, yeah. Yeah, as, a, as I said, <laughs> as I said, guys, if I look at the map a little bit before, I know a little bit more than what I know now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the moment you've got a window. <laughs> you can tell me the street For outside. Sure. Ex- ex- <laughs> exactly. David, it's it's been really, really great chatting Watch to you. It. We we uh, yeah we are sorry about the circumstances. It wasn't the happiest of interviews, but um, certainly I, I believe there's without doubt um, 
a happy future for you, um, whether it be in South Africa or in the UK. I think either or, uh, you're definitely going to make a name for yourself or continue to make a name for yourself. And, uh, yeah, we wish you all the best for the future. And more importantly, uh, we wish you all the best for fatherhood. Like we, like Tyron said earlier, it is a new phase of your life that is going to change your world and you're going to love every second of it. Maybe not every second, like Ty said. The, the nappy changing does get a bit much. But, uh, yeah, majority of the time, you'll be smiling from ear to ear. Oh guys, thanks very much again for your time. Appreciate it. And yeah, I support our SA Indoor Men and Justin has everything under control. And I'll be here to, to support the team all the way. So thanks again for, for your time. Lovely. Thanks. Thanks so much, David. Cheers, guys. Thanks, thanks Dave. Keep well and uh, good luck for the next uh, two weeks. Thanks, Ty. Appreciate it. Ciao. Yeah, Derek, what a, what a, uh, it's it's an interesting situation, and and again, it, it speaks to the fact that hockey ultimately is an amateur sport. Is that you have a decision to make, uh, laugh or passion, and unfortunately, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, family comes first. And David had to make that decision. SA Hockey have uh, made their decision, and you know, he might at this point in time he may be upset, but I think once he sees his little girl, he's going to know that he's at the right place that he should be. Yeah, without a doubt. And, uh, I mean, you can, it, it's abundantly clear in the interview that, that he is angry and it is completely understandable. But um, SA Hockey are in a, a good place. I mean, we had Ryan on the show last week, certainly a, a good man in charge. Um, and also we've got a very good man in David in that he, there's, there's no question, he'll, he'll be snapped up very, very quickly over in the UK. Um, and, I mean, I alluded to it earlier in terms of how uh, sought after South Africans are never uh, whether it be in the sports fields or the the boardrooms and uh, yeah he's just one of those guys and uh, he spoke about how career driven he is and yeah it's uh, as soon as he gets out of isolation and quarantine I reckon he'll, he'll walk straight into a job yeah, I don't think he'll wait for long. No. Um, and, uh, yeah, you don't need to wait for too long. Uh, remember, in a week's time, you'll be catching the next episode of Hockey the Podcast. Ty, thanks as always. I'll see you um, well, I'll see you on the golf course first, and then I'll see you uh, in studio once again in, in a week's time. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good one. Uh, everybody stay safe. Wear your masks. Be awesome. And uh, live under par. Cheers. <laughs>